1: listening to The Flock on Fox 45 podcast presented by Sports Unlimited with your host Morgan Adsit and Rocco DeSangro.
0: Welcome into a brand new episode of The Flock on Fox 45 presented by Sports Unlimited. Rocco DeSangro here with Morgan Adsit and Michael Jaffe. We're talking a lot about football on this episode and uh, maybe some football themed preakness. It is preakness week. It is preakness week. So we're going to de- deep dive into that. We're talking <laughs> football school, uh, something that we've really never heard of until this year.
1: Guys, it's football school. It's
0: football school, exactly. Who doesn't know about football school? Lamar Jackson, if it's a big deal that he's not at football school or these voluntary workouts right now, when he might report or show up. And then we're going to jump into the schedule as well. So guys, let's get into it right off the top. Football school for the Ravens. Some players were there. Some high-profile players were there. Roquan Smith. Marlon Humphrey, highly paid, highly paid on the defensive side of the ball. That wasn't the case on the offensive side of the ball. Um, What what are your what are your thoughts about that? Do you think it's a big deal that these big name guys weren't there Um, and, and seeing some big name guys there? I mean, that's big for the football team, even though we're in May right now.
1: When I watched the one last week, I literally said to someone else in the media to my left, I'm not stroking out, right? This has never happened before. Like, I, we do this every year. This is my 13th season with the Ravens, and I'm like, I've been to OTAs. They've had off-season conditioning that we've been at. Have I been to a football school? The answer is no.
2: <laughs> my My reaction was... <laughs> What is football school? I have never heard of this. And the only thing I can think of, it is a talking point for the players who don't show up.
1: Yes. It is good for us to be there. I mean, to be included. These are all things that we don't have to be at. So it's nice as a media standpoint to get that content and to have it and to give it to our viewers. It's an off-season workout. Off-season workouts are voluntary. Off-season workouts are really highly attended right now by the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know if you're watching their social <laughs> medias, but everybody's there, including
0: Joey B. With his headband. That With broke his headband, the internet.
1: yeah. Longer hair, headband. That's the I'm about to get paid look. Rel- and, he, and he wants his teammates to get paid, too. Like, he's the quarterback that wants everybody else to get paid. We'll see. Anyway. Usually Ravens offseason workouts for OTAs are highly attended and with John Harbaugh, like players are there. They know they don't have to be there, but there's that nudge nudge. You probably should be there. There'll be like a handful of people like the Ed Reed's and the Ray Lewis's that wouldn't be there. But for the most part, they're all there. This football school thing, I think is just like an added bonus before organized team activities. I do think though. And it's a talker, and people are talking about it. It doesn't mean come week one it will even matter. But you have a brand-new offense. You have a brand-new offensive coordinator. You have a lot of young talent. You have rookies that are there right now that you can throw the ball to. Lamar Jackson wanted to get paid. It was a two-year battle. He got paid, and he's not there yet. He does have the playbook, but he's not there yet. If he's not there for organized team activities, then I think we have a talker. But he wasn't there for those last year.
2: Well, that's that was very obviously a negotiating tactic. Which I'm fine with. He wasn't there. Do they enter the season You as prepared as you want them to be? Probably not, but it was a system that he had been in for a few years. Mm -hmm. I give that a pass. I give whatever football school is a pass because all I care about this week is the O's and Angels and Joey Otani (laughs) from a Baltimore sports perspective. I really don't care, but like you said, being able to – see the players see especially the rookies in action for a little bit that I think has value I don't think it's that big of a deal that Lamar isn't there right now
0: or Odell Beckham Jr. is right now because for Lamar half of the offense isn't there right now half the guys he's going to be throwing the ball to they're not there right now Uh, whoa 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 whoa. James
1: Prochet and Devin Duvernay are there oh
0: my goodness sorry Duvernay is working his way back, as is Rashad Bateman to the football field. He's not there. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those two guys, uh Odell Beckham Jr., he's kind of doing his own thing, but we've seen he the workout a lot videos to the that team, he's just like everyone else. Okay. <laughs> Did I get my thought rails. out, Jaffe. We're off the rails. <laughs> we are off the rails. No, but the fact that Lamar doesn't have that full offense there. Maybe that plays into it a little bit. The guys like Tyler Huntley, Anthony Brown, they were there, they were working out, and that was cool to see, especially with the new install, Todd Munkin's offense. Lamar is working out, though. He did post a video today, and that's a topic for another day. These guys posting videos, take showing my what picture they did, because you know what? Ben Simmons posted videos, and I'm not comparing <laughs> Lamar Jackson to Ben Simmons at all. Don't even don't come at me for that. But it's it's just funny sometimes yeah. to see it and to wonder. How much time are they actually putting in? It does look like Lamar's putting in the work. He wants to win football games with this team, and I think he's going to be there when it counts. Does it count right now? No, it really doesn't. Guys are just getting their conditioning in. Mm -hmm. Some guys just eat, sleep, and breathe football, and they want to be there all the time. Lamar's got other things on his plate, no pun intended, with Mm -hmm. the action uh, soul food thing that he's doing down in Florida. So. He's doing some other things, but I, I do think he'll be there when it actually counts.
1: I think it just means I, – I think it means more and says more for the people that are there that are highly paid and on multiple contracts. You know, they're not rookies. They're on the rookie deal. I think it says more just to them that they are there versus the people that aren't there, if that makes sense. It just means that your Marlon Humphreys and your Roquan Smiths are in it, and they're in it for a leadership standpoint. That's great. But like you said, it doesn't mean anything right now. And we, Even OTAs <laughs> don't mean anything.
0: Yeah, we were talking about it earlier – Roquan, Marlon, Kyle Hamilton, Malik, am I forgetting? So Geno Stone as well. They were all at the Orioles. Yeah, they were all at the Orioles game last night. So we were like, if they didn't show up to right, this that football been, school, would've that would have been, been, that been, that been yeah. really bad. And it's they like, were there. <laughs> Where are you guys at? But they're actually in the city, and they're going to this football school too. So that's big. Let's jump into the schedule though, guys. Enough about football school. I don't even want to talk about school right now. I'm not going back. I'm never going for the masters. It's all right. It is what it is. That's that's just me. Community college and Temple University, they were enough. Shout out to both of those programs. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
1: Hi, checking in for
0: or the perfect table.
1: Hey, where are you? Coming.
0: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card,
1: hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made
0: it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel? It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Ravens, they have four primetime games. They have a game on Christmas. They have a game in London. They open up against, we think it's going to be C.J. Stroud starting for, it should be, week one for the Texans when the Texans come into town. There's a lot on their schedule, but much like last year, they should win a lot of these games, the teams they're facing. When you saw the schedule release, did you think it favored the Ravens? Do you think it didn't favor the Ravens? What did you kind of think about that?
1: So John Harbaugh in September is really good. The Ravens have had a few slow starts with Lamar Jackson, just kind of the beginning of the season, some of that schedule related. I thought the beginning was super easy. But if you stub your toe early, that's going to really hurt you. I mean, they're going against two rookie quarterbacks the first three weeks. At Cincinnati, it's going to be tough week two, just because you're going there on the road. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. But those the AFC North games, even when the team's not good, even like Pittsburgh last year, they're, they're always relevant. They're in the conversation. Even the Browns, and the Browns are terrible. Those are always kind of splits for the Ravens. So you off the bat, I mean, you you definitely have to take care of business with the Texans and Colts. No questions asked. But if you stub your toe in that first month before London, London, 2017 Jaguars, let's hope not. Right. I mean, that's by no means a win. That was atrocious for the Ravens. They don't want to they want to ever go back. And now they have to go back. But when you look at around, let's see, Seattle, November 5th, you've got to take care of your business by then, because after that...
2: (whistles) It, this is this schedule yes. is almost a reverse of last yes. year. Yes, yes. The middle of last year's schedule was soft to say the least. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is a parallel, like you said, against the Texans. That's like a fourth preseason game last year. Opening up against the Jets, they had a chance to work some issues out. Yep. They certainly should be able to against Houston, but you know they're going to come in prepared. If you come out the gate and lose Week One it's a long way to sort of come back and recover given how much more difficult this year's schedule on paper in May looks mm-hmm. compared to last year. That's going to be a week one loss to the Texans. Fans would definitely
0: be hitting the it's panic home. I mean, and I, that's, know it's I would bet
1: my life that that is a one and zero start to the yeah, season. It should
0: be a one and zero start for the season by all means. Bet the bank. Week no, two though is going to be so big because that's an early barometer of how good you're going to be in the AFC North Mm -hmm. and how good this offense and this team as a whole really is. Because you got that whole new offensive system with Todd Munkin. You're going into hostile territory in Cincinnati, playing Joe Burrow, playing a team that went to the Super Bowl just two years ago. And this, this game, I mean, these two teams are most likely going to be competing for that division crown when it's all said and done, just like last year. And to
1: Jaffe's point, like, you know, the first week one is kind of like another preseason game. So, you, if you can get by the Texans, which there are no gimme games in the NFL, we see it every week. But if you can get by them and not show much, Cincinnati doesn't have much on you. So, I do think there's an advantage there to the new offense, new schemes. Everyone should be healthy in that game, but you're still going to Cincinnati, which is a team that starts slow in, in the season and starts slow in games but that's that's an easy one and one i i think right off the bat which which isn't you know horrible but if you stub your toe in any of those other games colts browns titans lions or no give me cardinals seahawks those have to be wins before you hit good god all the playoff teams i do
0: like <laughs> i do like some of the primetime games as well though I, I wasn't sure originally how i felt about the jaguars game that's on the 17th of december at 8:20 p.m. it's a sunday night game mm-hmm. but then i thought back to last year and how that game ended yeah. and it how a, it finished yeah. off,
2: it's like, okay, it could be a revenge game. There's a lot of talking and points there. And they don't play well, well in that,
1: Jacksonville. It was yeah. one of the
2: most entertaining games of the season, period. Not just Ravens yeah. game. I mean, that was mm-hmm. back and forth. It but was to put, every bit as good as the Bills. It just didn't have the marquee names. But to
0: put it on primetime, Sunday night, that stuck out to me a little bit. But, yeah, it, it is big, that one, as far as what happened last year and kind of how the season went after that. Could you also just be better classed.
1: have things wrapped up after your bye after the rams hopefully the jags because those last 3 games if you need any of those to guarantee a playoff spot 3 in a row between the 49ers dolphins and steelers that, i don't like that
0: out of those 3 the dolphins won. that's that's going to be the toughest one by far depending on the quarterback situation for the 49ers they need this season one last year. i know i know <laughs> but
2: that's like the last thing i'll say about the schedule is that bye week is really late any early injuries those are going to add up fast yep Absolutely, but yeah. All right, Jaffe, you have a question. All right, yes. question. it's Preakness week. What is your Ravens named horse that you would enter at Pimlico?
1: Oh, you want me to go first? Okay, go first. so it's got to start with, <sighs> pissed <laughs> off for greatness. So I don't know how you spell the <sighs> the Ray. Yeah. Pissed off for greatness.
2: That's a good one. You got yours. I, I my, mine's just simple. Wacko for Flacco coming on the final turn. Wacko for Flacco. I'm gonna go with. Go for Ro. Yeah.
0: Little Roquan Smith. All yeah. right. But that was like, kind of put me on the spot there.
1: Uh, Coffee with Chris is a Maryland bred horse. So and long sh- second long shot, 20 to one. But the
2: mage was sold up here. It was yes, up here at an too. auction.
1: So we got some yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll see. Mage is to lose, right? I mean, come on. It's the only derby horse.
2: It's
0: a big week here. Pimlico for the horses, for everyone. That'll do it. For a brand new game. <laughs> Morgan making the sound <laughs> effects. That'll do it for another episode of The Flock on Fox 45, presented by Sports Unlimited. For Morgan Adsit and Michael Jaffe, De DeSangro. See you next time.
1: You've been listening to The Flock on Fox 45 Podcast, presented by Sports Unlimited. Stay up to date on the latest Ravens coverage. Check the Sports Unlimited tab on foxbaltimore.com.